0: What's going on everybody? I appreciate you checking out one nine five stamps, the travel podcast that you deserve, even if I did not deserve to give you that the unexcused absence for a prolonged period of time. You know, I apologize about that. But we're back. And you know, I've I've done a little bit of traveling since we last spoke. Uh of course, the armpit of America, as I was often traveling to New Jersey. But on the bright side, I'm done with that. So no more New Jersey for your boy for the foreseeable future. Next up is is Greensboro, North Carolina. And I really hope that Greensboro's airport and and, and the maintenance and the aviation community there treats treats their travels a lot better than Newark does. New, I, Newark hates people that travel there. That's why they make it so damn inconvenient to get in and out of there. But that's another story for another day. So done with Newark, hit Switzerland for my birthday. I'm going to cover Switzerland on the podcast, but Switzerland is beautiful. It's amazing. Um, it was never really high on the list until, you know, I was like, you know what? I, I like the winter sports, the skiing, the snowboarding, whatever. Um, and if you start doing that, then there's no better place to go, right, Than the than the Swiss Alps. Like it's it's really the 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 pinnacle. It's the mecca, right, of of skiing. Like everybody that that hoops is like, Oh, I gotta get to to the rucker, I gotta get to the garden, right? If you at that level. Skiing, I feel like you after a certain level, you you surpass a certain certain level, you gotta hit Switzerland. And I did that. And I'm gonna have a podcast coming. Oh, sometime next week, right, um, where I cover everything that is Switzerland, my journey, um, you know, going to Zermatt, what it was like in Zurich, the travel there, back and forth. So I'm going to get into into all that. But today I have kind of a recurring, and, and I say recurring guest, this is her second time on the podcast, and we talked about that a little bit. But recurring, uh, you know, audience favorite, um, my homegirl, Jessica, aka not Carrie Bradshaw. And we cover her trip to Paris for her birthday. Her birthday was um over the summer. Um, but you know, logistically it was kind of tough. We were never in the same place really at the same time to go over it. But uh she was home for the holidays, so we went ahead and covered um her trip to Paris. She really had a lot of great insights. Um, it was a fun conversation. I know you all enjoy it. We went for about an hour. So I am going to split it into two different podcasts. And yeah, here we go. Me and Jessica part 1 talking about Paris. <laughs> Hey, what's going on everybody? It's Evan. And once again, I've got my favorite special guest. Oh, I didn't know I was a favorite. Well, you've kind of been one of the only recurring, so you have to be a favorite special guest. Oh, Um, okay. I feel
1: special either way, though. Thank you. I'll take it. No problem.
0: Now, when somebody else comes on, so whoever has come on the most is then the favorite special guest.
1: Yeah, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, okay, so you're up by one on everybody else because you're the only person that's been back.
1: Again, let me explain to you how I have a really weird thing where I can't handle compliments, but I also need to be validated often, so I literally will take it.
0: Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. And, and what's your name, by the way?
1: So this is Beyonce.
0: Mm, very um, honored to have you on, Ms. Knowles. <laughs> Thank you.
1: I'm Jess of Not Carrie Bradshaw, the Not Carrie Bradshaw podcast, the Not Carrie Bradshaw website that I've abandoned yeah <laughs> the not carry on youtube channel more content also soon abandoned. to come yeah but y- i my sh- listen my youtube content is like queued up we just it's gotta get up. put look we, we schedule for the top of the year i got content in in the chamber
0: my youtube is a barren wasteland that's like, how
1: i feel about my website and i feel bad because i actually did have readers mm-hmm. but it it takes a lot to motivate yourself to do something when you're not being paid for it. Tell me about when it. When I started getting paid to write, I was like, what am I doing this for?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not paid, and therefore – I don't even know if people know 195 has a website, but it does. And, again, another barren wasteland. My YouTube and my uh, website are like Chernobyl. Um, yeah, Yeah, it was – at one point, it was the bee's knees, and now it's just toxic, and I no one can live there. See, I would radiation. I would
1: liken mine to my dating life mm-hmm. it it's popping mm-hmm. maybe two times out of the year, but most of the other time it's just me,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> see that's the internet, and that's what it like if. If you don't have a certain amount or like following, it's basically you just talking to yourself. It's That's, it's self-therapy.
1: Well, I'm sorry, is that not what all of this is? It's just us talking to ourselves. Like my podcast, I have really done well with my consistency this year. You have. I really picked it up. Um I'm actually going to use this episode for my podcast as well. Hey, <laughs> but hey, like We got to stretch it. Right, but I just feel like most of the things that we do or that we engage with these days is just you talking to yourself and on the off chance it resonates with someone else who gets it
0: true but i feel like when you also are creating content like once you have that following it's no longer your own you're doing it because you like it but it's also theirs like you're doing it for the audience
1: well yeah and i think that's what i i get very in my head about when i can't write because I genuinely enjoy having written, but writing itself is very hard. It's like it's the most satisfying feeling when you finish something and publish it, mm-hmm. let alone when people give you positive feedback for it. But actually, right. motivating yourself to write something that other people may not read, may not see, may not give a shit about, but just that you finished it is amazing. But when you right because you gonna get paid for it you don't give a shit nobody ever has to see this i gotta yeah. check and it's like, a different kind of motivation and that kind of sucks
0: true but at the same time there is validation right and these outlets wanting your work because so where can, where can the first of all for those who are new where can the people read your work
1: um on billboards across i'm just playing <laughs> um so i have words at essence mm. Uh, I did a piece for Yahoo Style this year, um, I did a couple of Fashion Week pieces for Fashionista, um, I have a few things on Stylecaster. So, I did like up my game. Exactly. So, it's year. not like you're yeah. writing
0: on like some GeoCities website. <laughs> GeoCities? Oh my God. It's not like, like
1: Alta Vista.
0: Exactly. It's not like this is just one big group text that you're sending out of no, this is my recap of like the Met Gala. You no.
1: are absolutely correct. I just wish that I could push myself to be more motivated to write for myself and for like my loyal readers. Without the payoff of the paycheck. And I think that that gets like kind of tricky.
0: It does. But speaking of loyal listeners, my loyal listeners, we've been waiting, we've been trying to do your recap of Not Carrie Bradshaw Does Petty for months. Your birthday, you went in July, late yeah. July. Yeah. So this was your first trip overseas and to over the, across the pond.
1: Yes. Can you say across the pond if it's not going to London? Can you say that? Well, there's
0: a train that goes between the two, so I feel like it works. Okay. I was going
1: to say that, but I was like, if I say it's a hop across the pond, people are going to think I went to London.
0: I feel like the pond is The pond is the ocean. Is Atlantic, yeah. Yeah. But people also refer to it as going to London.
1: Right. So I didn't say that. I was just like, I'm going to Paris.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you went across the – the ch- no, that doesn't work either. All right, so you went to Paris.
1: I went to Paris.
0: <laughs> so was it everything you dreamed of?
1: It was everything I dreamed of and then some. Like the, I kept having random, because I had a really rough year leading up to this birthday, and I think I just kept having moments of gratitude that came over me in waves, where I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm here, but like multiple times. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and... So walk me through this. So Paris has been on the not Carrie Bradshaw bucket list for some time now. Yeah. And what made you say, okay, now for this birthday, this is what's going to make it happen. Was it that, you know, the year was shaping up to be one that was had more, more valleys than peaks or more peaks than valleys? Or was it just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm putting my foot down. This is what I'm doing this, this
1: year. This is two things. It was resources and a nigga. Mm. <laughs> so I feel like when you're going through a heartbreak or some sort of like major disappointment, you can respond to it in a couple of different ways. Um, and they don't have to be mutually exclusive. You can lay in your bed and cry for a week and you can be like, I'm going to take myself to Paris. I did both. Uh, <laughs> that's,
0: can we just talk about how that is some some first world rich nigga shit. This nigga pissed me off, so I'm going to Paris.
1: But that's the thing. I actually, like, had the money to do it. Yeah. And you know me. Like, we've we've gone through this ad nauseum that I'm not good with managing money. Like, you've had to save me a few times. There is um, still,
0: like, a, a – there's still I, something listen, to be said.
1: Hold on. Let's just back up. I, too, am surprised that I could afford to do <laughs> it. You know? Like – and I had to actually talk myself into spending the money because when I have money, it's gone almost as soon as I get it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. But I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go.
0: So how did you, with that being said, like, how did you end up just saving for it? Did you like just, like, all right, I did this not paycheck, save. oh, you didn't save for it?
1: I'm trash, Evan. We talk about this often. I had a really good available amount on my credit card. Okay. And so I did have a a little money for like when I went. Mm-hmm. But um as far as like the initial like flight and hotel, I just had space on my credit card to charge it.
0: Hey, you got to get it how you live. Somewhere.
1: And I was really nervous about that because I don't typically like put major purchases, purchases on, the credit on a card. Yeah, because yeah, I just know myself. And I was like, bitch, don't set yourself up like that. But I just felt like very again first world. I deserve that. It. So
0: it's time to go to Paris.
1: I yeah. And then initially, I was gonna do some like eat, pray, love shit and just go by myself. But I was like, my first trip to Europe, I probably shouldn't go alone. Um. So I reached out to my friend and she was like, oh bitch, I'll go because she travels all the time. Mm-hmm. So um, and I've never really spent a birthday with her. Um, which has always kind of made her feel like a second-string friend because <laughs> I have, like, my friends from childhood who are more like my family than my friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that for people who met me later in life, they may sometimes feel like they take a back seat to those people, which isn't true. It's just you vibe with people for different reasons. Right. But I wanted to actually just, like, spend a birthday with her. And it ended up being, you know. Pretty good that she was available. So
0: There you go. So, you get to Paris. You land. Customs. What's the first thing you do?
1: Nigga, figure out my cell and data <laughs> situation.
0: Important things?
1: Like, immediately. I was like, how do I do Wi-Fi? How do I do, like, everything? So Did you do
0: the SIM card when you were over there, or did you just do Wi-Fi everywhere?
1: So, I'm a loyal AT&T customer, mm-hmm. and they have this, like, international thing where you just pay $10 a day for...
0: A certain amount of, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it was, I mean, in most places, I say this as a person, hasn't been most places, but I feel like most places have pretty good access to Wi-Fi unless you're going to somewhere like aggressively remote or somewhere where they have like restrictions on, you know, whatever. Right. But I think also out of habit of living in New York, there's free Wi-Fi so many places in New York. So I think that's my mindset anyway, Mm -hmm. that I just expect it. But, yeah, it was, like, $10 a day. Like, in addition to, like, our, you know, regular, yeah, regular bill plan, or whatever. Yeah. But it was just, like, $10 a day for, you know, data. Yeah. And yeah.
0: See, I had someone just, like, reach out to me. And this isn't one of those Instagram, you've asked me about my skincare routine. Like, somebody actually asked me, like, uh-huh. hey, when you go to these places, do you get, like, a like the local SIM card? Because I don't know if you saw that airport. I don't in even know what that is. So, like, a lot of times when you go to, like, different countries, we'll say Paris, for example, Um, I saw it. In Brazil, and what was the last place I went? I know I saw it in, um, in uh, like, China, South Korea. But you get off the, the plane, and, like, right where you get your bags, like, there's usually, like, a kiosk, either there or right when you're about to go out of the airport. And it's a setup where they'll have, like, you can buy a local SIM card and essentially get a plan like, a data cell phone plan and, like, a temporary number for your the duration of your stay. So, oh. yeah, if you're there for, like, you know, a week or s- seven days. Have you days, done that? I have not because, like, my cell phone plan is fine and yeah. there's Wi-Fi everywhere. Right. Um, And then, like, I know I'm not going to be using the phone very exactly. much. Like, it's either going to be text or, yeah, like. Google. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so.
0: The only reason I could see it being, it could come in handy is if you're in a foreign city. Where you're gonna be using like a ride sharing service like Uber, Lyft, or whatever that country's variation is, and you want to have like a local number for them to call, or you want it to be like, see, I, guess I still more use exact.
1: like my data and stuff because we Ubered everywhere in Paris, yeah.
0: Oh, I, for some reason, I I know other countries have Uber, but like it always is like a oh yeah they got it. So in Paris is just Uber. Yeah,
1: we the, I will say the challenge though was the makes and models of cars. I was like, what the hell is that? I don't know what that is. So then there was <laughs> like the addi- yeah, there was the additional like googling of what the hell kind of car is that. Right. But with the exception of when we went to Versailles, we ubered everywhere ah okay ubered or walked because again like living in new york for like seven eight years i'm used to walking pretty far and it does not bother me at all but it occurs to me sometimes like when i'm with people and i'm like oh we just walk that to them what i'm willing to where i'm willing to walk is actually like far for them and i'm like oh shit my bad yeah (laughs) like that's
0: because like 0.6 miles in new york is like basically a skip in Atlanta,
1: I don't think about it.
0: In Atlanta, that's like you asking someone to like cross like the the desert. They're like, "What?" Yeah, maybe?
1: and I'm just like, "Oh, do you guys want to just like walk?" Just I just like, "Hell no!" <laughs> you
0: are <finna> to <laughs> hop in the car, man. <laughs> like, fuck out of here. Yeah. Nah, I I still need to. Um, that's one of the places I, I want to make it. Um, is to, is to, is to Paris. But one of the things I did see, like uh, I know in Asia, is like their ride sharing you couldn't get, like, I can't remember the name of it, but you couldn't get whatever that ride-sharing service was unless you had a local number. Okay. But you didn't have that problem No,
1: I didn't at all. Mm -mm. Yeah,
0: and I think that's the kind of good thing about, you know, Uber being, like, a global company, right? First based in the U.S., they probably have that, like, okay, as long as you have it in any form, like, people can get in touch with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest, what – it didn't occur to me that it was certain Netflix stuff that I couldn't watch. In Paris. That is
0: is not <laughs> available like, in your country. <laughs> what the hell you
1: mean? That's something that I wasn't prepared for.
0: The fuck you mean? I can't watch Big Mouth.
1: Like what? So um, <laughs> but yeah, like, and I'm. It didn't even occur to me that that wouldn't be an option.
0: Yeah, it happens with Apple Music too. Like sometimes Some you listen to okay. Apple Music and there's like, mm, you thought, nigga, right? You, you thought, you thought,
1: nah.
0: <laughs> so, nah. <laughs> so how did you? You went to Versailles. What was the what was the itinerary like?
1: So I am a person who historically I do not plan things. Mm -hmm. I have gotten better with this as I've gotten older and wanted to be a creative entrepreneur, I guess you could say. But like planning things gives me raging anxiety. But I can plan things for myself, but I cannot plan things for other people. And I think that it overwhelms me because it's like you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. So even like what you're saying about the fact that ride shares like aren't an option in some places, I would not have known. It would have been completely bloated. We got there and I didn't know like what to do, but I would not have even known how to anticipate that. So said all that to say, I want it kind of a loose itinerary of like and I also really don't like going places where you don't get to sit down. But this is American capitalism, so mm. you only have a certain amount of days, and you want right. to actually experience things in the those, in those right. days. but you're also a human person who needs to sit the fuck down sometimes. Um, so we, I knew what I like, specifically had to do specifically, like wanted to do, and I kind of let my friend like plan things around, like, I kind of gave her more charge of like the, the schedule you right. know cuz i'm just like just tell me where to go i don't want to dictate and then i don't like dictating stuff like that too because i'm gonna be blowed if i plan something for someone else and they don't have fun i really don't like being responsible for other people's fun
0: yeah i've i've heard that a lot and which i
1: think we talked about that when i was here last too yeah. like with the hampton thing it's like I, I don't i get blowed when other people aren't on the same wavelength or vibe as i am
0: speaking of that you understand that people who are loyal listeners are not going to believe the Jessica ain't got no money because we've talked about you going to Paris and the Hamptons for your birthday. And I we, know what it looks like. Okay. I know what it looks like. You know what? If people think that
1: I have money, I want them to continue thinking it and just continue putting it into the universe. And I will receive that I have money and maybe it'll happen. You
0: have to manifest it.
1: I this is a form of manifestation and I'm gonna just take it. Path of least resistance. Yes, I'm a rich bitch. There
0: we go. You know, there we go.
1: I have gotten into the habit the past couple like weeks. I listen to Gucci first day out, like, mm. a couple times a day. And we says a lot about, I'm a rich nigga. I, I need, need a rich, rich bitch. bitch. And not that I would like to be with Gucci Mane or really anyone in that yeah. kind of, you know, whatever. Right, in that same vein. But right. I would like to be able to say that if somebody did want a rich bitch, I would like to be said rich bitch.
0: There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that.
1: So I receive that. Yes, people. I'm very wealthy. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Hamptons one year, Paris the next.
1: You know, Sure.
0: So, with Paris, you live in New York. Is the fashion on par?
1: It was really similar. I think, okay, let me say this. When I first moved to New York, or when I was preparing to move to New York, I thought I needed to, like, up my wardrobe. (laughs) Like, everyone is going to be so fabulous. It's going to be devil wears Prada every day. Now I don't want to look like a basic bitch. You forget that people are just living and just existing. But these are also tourist cities. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people that you walk by all day are tourists from wherever the fuck. And they're just wearing their, like, Patagonia bubble jacket and their Eddie Bauer jeans, and moving on <laughs> with their day. Like, they don't really give a shit, mm-hmm. but there are some places, like, in New York, where you walk by somebody, and you like, damn, where are they going? Like, they're, like, aggressively fly as fuck. Right. So I will say that fashion was very much on par with New York, but these are also fashion cities. So, yeah, there were a couple of people where I was just like, oh, that's a super chic, like, daytime look, and then there were other places where it's just, People are just like regular. Yeah, yeah. I was not particularly moved by the fashions. I think I was more. You know, I'm team overdressed, so (laughs) I was more overdressed than most of the (laughs) people.
0: Yeah, like that's one thing. Of I heard Paris is kind of like New York, except it's very New York, a few thousand miles east.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Paris felt so much like New York. Not only with regard to it being like a fashion capital, but you know, it's a Do I want to say metropolis? I mean, it's a major city, like a global city, Mm -hmm. but it's also much cleaner. And I think when you visit Europe, you have been to Europe more often, but I think visiting Europe makes you realize how young the United States is. So, like, you look at things. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, you look at things and like our stuff is like so modern everywhere, like relatively modern everywhere. Mm -hmm. And when you look around Paris, like you can really see vestiges of like the Founding, uh, You right. know what I mean? Like how everything came to be like, it's really cool that you, you feel like you're walking in history kind of.
0: Right. Like it's the like monarch age. Exactly yeah. Exactly. It's
1: still so heavily fancy, yeah, you know, like the wa-
0: palace of Versailles and the yeah, gardens. It's and just, it's yeah.
1: fancy as fuck, but it's like old fancy, right? Like old New York has a vibe to it, but it's nothing compared to Europe. what, yeah. Paris is.
0: And to that point, I was talking about this um, with someone like a couple of weeks ago. So, if we bring it back to the United States, how like we are a young country, right? Compared to pretty much all of Europe, right? Right. And even within the United States, so I was in Philadelphia. It was my first time in Philadelphia. I was just
1: thinking about Philly. Yeah.
0: Two weeks ago. Yeah. And I was walking around downtown and it just looks old. Like, it looks like, oh, they. Like, Benjamin Franklin It went looks there.
1: like the founding fucking fathers. Exactly. And that, to me, is, like, really cool. But I think that I also kind of, like, have a thing for – I'm not a history buff. Like, don't ask me questions about wars and when they were started and mm. why. But I have always kind of had a vibe for anachronisms or for history. Like, I used to love being in my grandma's house and just going through old stuff. I just want to know – old thing i want to feel energetically i like to see like old pictures i like to think about who my mom was when she was younger Mm -hmm. you know like i like to feel stuff like that so i really love the met in new york Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite things to do is just to walk through like the greek part of it and just to be around those statues knowing how fucking old they are
0: because the met is a big ass museum. it's a
1: huge fucking museum yeah
0: like i don't think maybe it's just me and my simple mindedness but I went to the Met, like, a few years ago with the intention of I could probably just see it all in, like, a few hours. No. And I was sadly mistaken. I didn't even make it in.
1: I go to the Met. I hit, again, like, the Greek part of it because I just want to see, like, the statues and shit because I just think Mm -hmm. they're really cool. And I have a a best friend who is, like, a nerd about Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. I'm not a nerd about it like she is, but I think that it's really cool, and they have, like, really cool kind of parables and stuff. Yeah. So I really like seeing them brought to life from their perspective of bringing things to life. Do you right. know what I mean? They couldn't make a fucking movie, but they could. And it's incredible to me that someone's mind works in such a way that they can carve a body out of stone. stone yeah. That blows my mind. So stuff, I love stuff like that. So I said that to say being in Paris and seeing stuff that has been around so much longer than you, it makes you feel existential, not yeah. necessarily a crisis, but it just helps you to kind of zoom out.
0: Exactly. We're so micro. And yes. I have that macro level view of like, oh shit, like niggas been doing shit for eight Oh
1: my while. God. Right. And I think um Larry Wilmore was talking about like this bias that we have where we think that in the past everyone was really stupid. Yes. But when yes. you think about that, that also, people yeah. just envisioned shit from nothing. Th- like, that's no- more impressive
0: than doing shit now. <laughs> Literally. Because <laughs> like we so have shit impressive. to
1: base shit on reference. now. We have yeah. references. Back then they had no reference point for creating anything. They just no. did it and I think it's just like a testament to how minds work and I think that that's so cool. So being in Paris and seeing how and you know like I'm a very, you know I like to be a very fancy bitch mm-hmm. even though like I don't have you
0: know No, we're manifesting. You're We're manifesting, a, yes. right?
1: So I like to be a very fancy ass bitch. Mm-hmm. So I love to see fancy stuff like everything is just gold and ornate and over, the top. Like,
0: it's it's over, over the, the top. It's just all over the fucking
1: top. And I've also been watching so many movies and shows about like monarchies and stuff, mm-hmm. and I do kind of enjoy while I realize that it was like oppressive in a lot of ways. Of I course. enjoy the pageantry of things so much. So Like a regular
0: dinner was like a 43 course meal with like gold forks and goblets.
1: I really, really, really loved that. So just seeing like all the ornate decor in the architecture and stuff like that, it was really cool. And so just to be able to experience that, I was really happy with. But I absolutely had to go to Versailles. I absolutely had to have. I think that when you go on a trip, you should treat yourself to at least one over-the-top-ass dinner. Exper- yeah, at least one.
0: So, real quick, Versailles. Is it – the only thing I know about Versailles is we signed a treaty there. I think that was the end of World War II. So, history buffs don't jump in my mentions because I'm I making I think about up.
1: Versailles from the perspective of a fashion history okay. perspective. Um, I know that – I've always known that Versailles was like, a, like an immaculate palace. And it's hard to even wrap your mind around.
0: Is it in the inside f- Paris or is it like how, do you, like how do
1: you get there? So we took a train um, and my intention was to start the day. We went to Versailles on my birthday and it was like I wanted to start the day off super early. I wanted to kind of like beat the crowd. But the person I was with really, 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 really wanted to get a Louis Vuitton back in Paris.
0: Again, if I may say, excuse me, pardon my French, rich bitch shit. That's
1: not my vibe. You know, (laughs) I I don't get into logo. I don't get into no shade to anybody who's a Louis Vuitton fan, but I have never seen any Louis Vuitton bag and been moved by the design of it other than the fact that it's a heritage house. And it's like, oh, it's Louis Vuitton, you move on. And it could also be because, like, my mom has always had Louis Vuitton when I was little. I had a Louis Vuitton bag in kindergarten.
0: This isn't helping So
1: maybe I don't.
0: This isn't helping that.
1: Whatever, we (laughs) manifest So maybe that might be, like, a. but I do not really like a lot of logo stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I think, too, when people know that you, like, work in fashion, have any knowledge of fashion, whatever, they want you to, like, choose things for them. And it's just like, this would never be my choice. Right. So I can't really help you make this decision. So long story short. Is that what your
0: friend wanted you to do with her in the bag? She really wanted me to yeah. like,
1: but I don't think that people understand when you go into a flagship store, you're going to be overwhelmed if you don't know what you want. And I can't tell you what you want because it's a major purchase.
0: So you went to the flagship. On like- the
1: Champs-Elysees.
0: So, so, so it's fancy. like that. One like, it's, I like, I like Louis Vuitton. So I would on, like to go. There. I
1: like Louis Vuitton's fashion, f- clothes, apparel.
0: Not I their accessories. Not, yeah, I
1: actually really do like their jewelry, mm-hmm. but I do not feel moved by the designs of their bags. I just never really have. Got you. Um, but I I respect you know like them as like a heritage house, right? You know, of course, whatever. But if I have. A shit ton of money to spend on a leather handbag it's not gonna be a Louis Vuitton this is not my vibe so said all that to say she had to the day that we went back to the store because day one she wanted to go to the store and I'm like okay well help me help you she had no idea what she wanted she just wanted to get
0: LV bag right
1: in Paris so When we got back to the room, like, she researched and decided what she wanted. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, girl, uh, you know, do you. I was at least trying to convince her to get another colorway. Because I didn't want to go to Paris to shop. I live in New York. There's not a whole lot in Paris that that ain't in New York. York, And, you know, I'm not a high-end designer type Mm -hmm. girl. Like, I don't. That shit ain't for me. I'm not really trying to live that far outside of my means. Right. So, you know, I know when to cut shit off. That ain't for me. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) So... I wanted to go there and get just like one or two artisanal pieces, like something that I could artisanal specifically pieces, say, yes. I got that in Paris. And mm-hmm. I found that. But she wanted to go, you know, because she lives here. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I support you. But whatever, when we got to the store and we got there in a pretty good amount of time, but it was so crowded on the inside.
0: Oh, I can imagine. So Louboutin Paris. They wouldn't let anyone else in. Oh, there was like a a line line
1: outside the door and they cut the line off at a certain point. So she was like devastated. And for me, you know, I don't like to call myself an impasse because that's just a bit much. I think that's a little bit pretentious, but I do feel people's energy. And I knew that if she didn't get this fucking bag, it was going to ruin the trip. It was going to ruin the whole fucking trip. Yeah. So I'm like on the phone with corporate. Can we give you the card over the phone? She knows exactly what she wants. Can you guys messenger it to the hotel? Like
0: you are a good friend.
1: Yes, but it was also selfish reasons for me because I still want to enjoy my fucking trip. Fair. You know, so I'm like really. And we're going to
0: come back to that, but continue.
1: Yeah, I'm really like trying to like make this happen for her because you're not going to blow me.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) So the guy, the security guy, I guess, like felt so bad for us. And then the fact that we weren't like, because there were a lot of people who were just like, do you know who I am? I'm going to go in here and spend this amount of money. And he's just like, I don't give a fuck. You can't come in. And I think that just because we kind of, like, respected that he's just doing his job and moved over to the side, he led us in the line. Mm -hmm. So we ended up getting in. But the one thing that you can do in the Louis Vuitton flagship store in Paris that you can't do anywhere else is get your bag monogrammed. Oh. So, but she didn't actually have time to do that because it took us so long to get in. Right. So day of my birthday... She left to go back to the store to get her bag monogram. So we got a kind of late start heading to Versailles. Got you. The hotel we stayed at, which I highly recommend to anybody, it was super cute. If you don't need a whole lot of space, if you don't mind kind of a boutique-y feel, it was called the Terrace Hotel, but I think it might be pronounced Tadas. I'm not sure. But it's in Montmartre, which is a really cute neighborhood in Paris. And they like the guy gave us like step by step instructions of like how to get to Versailles Mm -hmm. on the train. And it was really helpful. But I had already accepted. We're not going in the palace. Why not? No. From what I could tell, you only if you get in there. You can't really experience anything because it's so crowded. Oh, it's like shoulder to shoulder. Oh, my God. And the line, even when we got there relatively early, the line was so long. I'm just like, we're going to spend most of my birthday waiting in line. And I don't want to do that. And, again, from a fashion history perspective, they had this thing called the Battle of Versailles Mm -hmm. where all these fashion designers had actual black models. It was like one of the first times a black model, a, a series of black models were able to, like, you know, Model things like a normal goddamn person, right? So you know, and Rihanna, queen of my life, you know, mine as well. Um, you know, she had like a whole shoot when she became the face of Dior, Mm -hmm. so they shut down Versailles for her to model in there, and I think that that's so fucking dope. But if I can't get that kind of treatment, I I really, (laughs) you know. And my coworker who'd gone to Paris with his wife before was like, "If you go to Versailles, make a point to go to the gardens." So I had my heart set on going to the gardens and like seeing the fountains. What I did not know because again, I'm not a planner, is that those fountains don't run all day because they're not as wasteful as we are. <laughs> and like the lights and all that stuff like that, that's an actual show. That's an actual like experience uh, that you have to go there at a certain time for. Up. You gotcha. can't just pop up for that. But the gardens were so beautiful. And I'm not loud I'm not like outdoorsy in the sense that I want to go hiking and camp in the woods because I don't really want to get killed like that. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy doing things outside. So I, you know, like we rented bikes. We rode around like the park area. They had like in the the canal, they had canoes, Mm -hmm. which if we'd had time, I really would have done that too. I kind of enjoy doing stuff like that. Um, And it was beautiful. And it was just, I don't know to... To conceive that someone could afford for this to just be where they live—that was, was like, that was Tuesday. It was incredible yeah. to me. So I really enjoyed that. I think I made my inner child very happy by like wobbling on a goddamn bike and you know <laughs> See, whatever. I know.
0: And I just googled that hotel you're talking about. This place is really cool. Like I like the interior. The restaurant looks really nice. It's it got like a spa.
1: So good. I, me and um my podcast co-host Nikki. Hey girl. She has put me on to She's made me kind of a, a smell snob.
0: So I think that's a new thing with hotels.
1: That they have a concept. It's a particular yeah. concept. Yeah, I think and that's I a relatively really, new thing. Really, really yeah. lo- like they. I actually met a woman in New York who. That's what she does. Like she works <laughs> in fragrances. Like she's a curator of smells. She really is a okay. curator of smells, and she helps like people come up with smells that energetically and you know from a brand perspective communicate like what this place is. Yeah, and. The staff there was just so nice and so friendly and so helpful. Mm-hmm. And it was also relatively affordable. Um, the guy, we we actually First of
0: all, time out. This picture they're showing, I'm looking at now. The restaurant has a clear view. It's like on a terrace. A view that's of the Eiffel called, Tower. Yeah.
1: That's why it's called the Terrace.
0: This is nice.
1: It's stunning. This and it's, for, nice. but for and what it's we, affordable, too. Yeah, like, for what we paid, yeah. you would think it would be... Something else, but again, we were in Montmartre, so we weren't.
0: Is that a cool? Is that like a cool neighborhood? I think
1: it's really cool. It's really cute. It's very. You feel like you might be in like an action movie. <laughs> like you know, someone's gonna ride by and do a shootout on a Vespa.
0: If-, <laughs> if you're doing shootouts on Vespa, that's actually some real like right? hood shit. If exactly. you're doing a shootout on the Vespa, you yes. can tell where I'm from. by so yes. baby, all day.
1: So. Um, I really liked it. And then in the Montmartre area is the, what the hell is that church called? Can you Google that? Notre Dame? No, we did not try to go there. Um, Montmartre has this, this church at the top of this hill And it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. The
0: internet is so fucking smart. I just put church and in it. I had no clue how to spell Montmartre. So I just typed an M and it was like, here you go, you idiot. Yeah, it's a
1: really, it's, it's like a a well-known kind of like. St. Pierre? Hmm. Is it at the top of a hill in Montmartre? It's something about the Church of the Sacred Heart or something like that. But it's up a lot of stairs. And it's Uh, really, really pretty. And, like, on the way there, there are all these boutiques and shops and stuff. So that's where I got, like, my birthday dress from.
0: Ah, uh, yes, I see it. I don't even want to pretend no, like I know how to pronounce this. Don't
1: try to put it in the episode notes. Don't, <laughs> I don't, don't even try. want to pretend it. That's why I didn't try. I gave but up. It,
0: but, see, it looks really nice. It's um, It actually doesn't even look like French architecture. It kind of looks like... You know, I don't even want to go there because it's going to show Yeah, I ignorance. didn't want to lie. But. It almost looks like an Islamic temple.
1: It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Oh, yeah.
0: It's super nice on the. Yeah, like, it is on the hill. Like, I'm it's a vibe.
1: It but it, you got to, like, work to get there. Oh, you do? Yeah. The stairs. <laughs> With all those like, fucking stairs. Yeah, man. But it was worth it. Um, and, again, it was like an outdoor thing that I really enjoyed doing and just seeing and experiencing. Oh, yeah. It's got the
0: grass on the backside. Yeah, this is a vibe. It, yeah,
1: it was really nice. And, of course, there were people, like, taking, like, wedding photos and stuff like that. So,
0: so one thing with pictures that I failed you on, and I told you about this after you got back, but I failed you because I did not know. What? There is, uh, I found her on Instagram some kind of way. There's a woman, and she goes. She works between Paris and Rome, and she's like a professional, semi-professional photographer. And she'll like, you pay her a fee of however much, and she'll take you to the hot spots, and she'll also take you to more ducked-off spots and like take your pictures for social media.
1: In in the actual fashion of black women, where it's just like, fuck it, I'll do it, someone else actually did recommend like a photographer who was willing to do that for us, Uh but I wasn't finna pay for that shit.
0: You weren't finna pay? Was it a black photographer?
1: Uh... I don't remember, but they did like kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I have to say the person I went with did like a really great job of like getting good photos for yeah. me. Um, I guess if I'd had, you know, if I cared more about, I'm kind of in this phase where I don't care about capturing things as much as I want to be able to like sit in the experience and be present in the experience. Like the past couple of, Parties and stuff that I've gone to, I really haven't posted or anything because I want it to be more present. And I think that you can be present and capture things for social media at the same time, Mm -hmm. but it's different when you put your phone down.
0: See, it's weird for me, and it's hard because I I try to fancy myself a um, travel influencer, Mm -hmm. which is the goal, right? Mm -hmm. And so when I go places, I have to be sure to capture the content. But I also want to be present. Like, sometimes I just want to go and sit and stare at the painting or stare at the beach. Yeah. But it's like, all right, we got to get this picture from here. We got exactly. to get that angle. Boom. Let's go to the next spot. And you can't ever enjoy just lingering exactly. and, and existing. So.
1: And so I felt like if I hired a photographer, it was going to add another element of we need to do this. And I kind of just wanted this to be a trip that where we did things.
0: All right, that was part one of my conversation with Jessica, aka Not Carrie Bradshaw. Um, I really hope you all enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with that part. So make sure you listen next week for part two. All right, make sure you, you know, subscribe, rate, review, and I'll holler at y'all later. Peace. <laughs> Party on me, party, party on me one 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 one